Data, data burning deep in the forest of net. Review by Eric Westhoff from Université de Strasbourg, Strasbourg, France. Biochemical and Biophysical Research Communications, 2022. Abstract. Continuous and imaginative technological developments are leading to a massive accumulation of various types of data in all areas of biological research. As a result, the central importance of databases is increasing. Databases related to biology must not only be structured using controlled vocabularies, but also be fully integrated into the whole biological domain. To achieve this goal, they must be systematically grounded in biological evolution and exploit the available tools of evolutionary systematics to contribute to our understanding of life processes. Introduction Today, databases increasingly play a central role in science, as did encyclopedias or the great books of great scientists such as Linus or Darwin in biology in the past. The title of this article, A Pastiche of the Famous Lines of the English Poet William Blake, Tiger Tiger Burning Bright in the Forest of the Night, alludes to the fact that a huge amount of data does exist buried somewhere in the depths of the net, but also that these frightening piles of data are often difficult to find and use. Moreover, they sometimes appear to be a motley collection of disparate data that is not easy to organize in an intelligible way. In the apt words of Wayne Wright, structure without function is a corpse, function without structure is a ghost. One could also write data without ideas a corpse, ideas without data a ghost. In an article on genome annotation, A. Denshin quotes Noam Chomsky's exasperated phrase, data make no sense. In other words, the mere accumulation of data does not usually lead to new ideas and understanding of biological processes. These note expense on some of the points made in a previous article on the occasion of the 50th birthday of the Protein Data Bank. To facilitate the work of scientists in similar related disciplines, databases are an absolute necessity to advance science. There are repositories of organized observational data with controlled vocabularies and updated dictionaries on which future science can build and develop. In the immediate future, there are several major challenges beyond regular curation that we wish to draw attention to. Because of the size and complexity of modern databases, these challenges are interconnected and interdependent. A famous quote from Ernest Rutherford says, All science is either physics or a collection of stamps. For the huge collection of minerals painstakingly assembled over centuries by nature lovers led to the discovery of the seven crystal systems and 230 space groups that form the core of X-ray crystallography and our understanding of molecular structures. Concerns about biological databases Already in 1990, Brandon and Jones wrote, It is the responsibility of the crystallographer to ensure that incorrect protein structures do not enter the literature. Today, one would write more generally, 
it is the responsibility of the structure biologists to ensure that incorrect macromolecular structures do not make it into the literature. Indeed, structural biology now encompasses new biophysical techniques and tools such as NMR and cryo-EM technologies, but also covers nucleic acids and their complexes and many other biological macromolecules. Modern databases are constantly adapting, for example, by adopting new data formats to accommodate much larger structures or to ensure interpermeability between databases. In particular, the development of metrics to assess the validity of structure, both globally and locally, at the nucleotide level, is essential to understand the extent of structure variation and to map the dynamic behavior of nucleic acid structures in response to intercalations with small molecules, proteins, and other nucleic acids. Cryo-electron microscopy is rapidly replacing X-ray crystallography for larger RNA molecules and molecular machines that go through multiple functional states and are difficult to crystallize into single states. In this context, reviewers and journal editors also have a major role to play in preventing incorrect structures from reaching their literature and worse to achieve databases. Reviewers are encouraged to request complete and detailed statistical tablets, validation reports and quality indicators, contact details and electronic density maps. Journal editors as well as authors should comply with these requests despite the fierce competition for publication. Among others, the Protein Data Bank has played an important role in providing sophisticated metrics and automation that allows rapid feedback to data contributors when they submit structures. The issue is further complicated and exacerbated by the emergency of fake data in a systematic way by so-called paper mills that can produce totally false articles based on fabricated data no longer limited to gels and northern bloods by involving sophisticated chemical compounds and crystallographic structures. Recently, the very robust and extremely serious Cambridge Crystallography Data Center, CCDC, initiated a review and investigation of nearly 1,000 database entries following a publication analyzing structure papers, recurring costs associated with creation and quality checks, but must support trained and skilled staff, as well as the ongoing maintenance and upgrading of the extensive infrastructure needed to keep up with the growth in data size and complexity. Therefore, sustaining and maintaining databases for use by a now internationalized community of scientists raises the question of the equitable distribution of associated costs. Short-term grants with a specific objective are not suitable for maintaining large international resources and new economic models are being explored and promoted. Data visualization and comprehensibility. Most importantly, databases basically comprise well-organized achieves of selected sets of objects. In structure biology, the objects are mainly molecular sequences and structures. However, these objects come from various organisms to which many other types of data are linked. 
Thus, as all these theta times originate from and are linked to the same natural entities, they need to be integrated to fully understand biological function and evolution. For example, new developments in cryoelectromography, which allows the visualization of macromolecules in situ, will pave the way for the visualization of macromolecules in the cellular environment. Perhaps one day we will also include digital descriptions of phenotypes such as bones, skeletons or wings to link their shapes and colors to the underlying genes and genetic networks. With such extensions of the biological domain covered by the data, the visualization and especially the interactive manipulation of data representations became increasingly difficult without dedicated tools. Paraphrasing Richard Hemming's famous quote, the goal of computation is insight, not numbers. One can also write that the goal of visualization is insight, not pictures. Simultaneous visualization of data in various complexities and dependencies is complex and requires imagination, even when sophisticated tools are available. And the word process is even more complex when interactivity in data processing becomes a necessity. The interactivity of dynamic visualization allows the user to understand the data structures and their relationships by allowing the data to be represented from different perspectives and dimensions. Powerful tools are currently being developed to enable easy visualization of interactive and scalable diagrams. Furthermore, this understanding allows the user to convey the value and meaning of the data more clearly or to make it more intelligible. The visualization of data and various representations is extremely powerful heuristically. Although the various representations of data may be mathematically equivalent, their perceptions and heuristic powers often differ. In quantum physics, the debate between Schrödinger and Heisenberg about the unsolidified or intelligibility of quantum physics was resolved by Heisenberg by generalizing its meaning and by uncertainty relationships. In biology, the principles of biological evolution make the data and their underlying structures unsolidified or intelligible. Biological databases in the light of evolution. Almost all protein or RNA structures still exhibit surprising and unexpected features. These reveal the continuous interplay between congruent accommodations of the constraints of physical chemical interactions and the historical contingencies of biological evolution. We should always bear in mind the Dobzhansky famous quote. Nothing in biology makes sense, except in the light of evolution. The accumulated sequences and structures offers an amazing insight into the principles of molecular evolution that underlie biological evolution. If we may quote Diedobensky again, seen in the light of evolution, biology is perhaps intellectually the most satisfying and inspiring science. Without this light, it becomes a hot pot of miscellaneous facts, some of which are interesting or curious, but which, as a whole, do not form a meaningful picture. 
Charles Darwin's accumulation of observations and data throughout his life led him to the unifying concept of biological evolution. Today, the sequences and structures in biological databases are not a collection of miscellaneous items of facts. They are physical objects that, together with genomic data, allow us to integrate current biological functions and historical evolution in all living species on Earth. Biological databases should strive to anchor their underlying infrastructures in biological evolution systematically with an appropriate and functional granularity within each of the three major kingdoms bacteria, archaea, eukaryotes. To extract structure information from aligned functionally homogeneous sequences, one needs divergency between them and an organization of them in groups and subgroups. One can then not only derive core variations between positions, key for the secondary structure in RNA, but also their simultaneous occurrences within groups or subgroups, revealing potential tertiary contacts. To illustrate this, we can recall the recent phenomenal success of artificial intelligence in the field of protein prediction. This progress has been made possible by the rapid development of artificial intelligence algorithms and the availability of a large number of protein structures in the protein data bank, but also strikingly by the systematic and judicious use of sequence alignments. Could such tools be applied to RNA structure prediction? Since they are based on the analysis of 100 structures, do we have enough non-redundant RNA structures? A very recently released tool, DeepFold RNA, based on deep learning approaches, RNA-specific geometric constraints and also sequence alignments, is now also achieving excellent predictions. Certainly, other competing programs or tools will soon appear. The interactive model building of RNA architectures based on precise sequence alignments coupled with three-dimensional assembly has proven very successful in the early days of molecular modeling of RNA. These procedures are time-consuming and demanding, but we now have tools and algorithms allowing automatic approaches, albeit not interactive yet. Outlook. A further step ahead is to infer based on the sequence the biological function. To infer function, we will need highly structured and integrated databases that incorporate metabolic pathways and are grounded in biological evolution and phylogeny. Indeed, there is no design in biology and many functional macromolecules arose following the contingent historical availability of already existing macromolecules and substrates. Paralogous sequences derived by duplication and horizontal gene transfer complicate all phylogenetic analysis. Even with catalytic RNA molecules that maintain rather well secondary and tertiary structures surprises to occur, as shown by the example of GIR1 ribozyme, a 2 prime 5 prime capping ribozyme despite its close similarities with the group 1 intrins. François Jacob has described how evolution is a tinkering process. This apparently simple image helps 
us to understand how our molecules evolve. How we evolve as living organisms. The molecules of living beings do not invent the spatial folding and the ways of doing chemistry and catalysis each time. Depending on circumstances, chains and necessity, biological evolution exploits what already exists to transform it, change it, refine it if necessary. With a fully structured integration of genomes, biochemical pathways and molecular structures, one could hope to be able to derive function from sequences because such databases would incorporate by construction the underlying historical contingencies and the powerful inventiveness of biological evolution. Thank you for listening to this article. If you have an article in mind that you would like to listen to instead of reading it, please drop me the DOI on Twitter, pub reading, and let's connect.